Alrighty, top of the morning folks, top of the afternoon, wherever the fuck you are, whatever time it is, where you are, I hope you're doing well, um, I'm doing well, I probably sound a little bit, just a wee bit better than I did on, during yesterday's uh, podcast, had a little bit of a, a frog in my my throat a little bit and um i believe that that has passed and i believe that little frog that was in my throat was caused by my very wise decision my very calculated and smart decision to walk home from <laughs> walk home from walk home from the bar on a Saturday night in late November. It's probably the smartest thing I've done in years. Smartest thing I've done in years. Oh boy. And I, and I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll just do it and I'll just be fine. I'll just walk home from the bar. I love walking home, walking around drunk places. It's like the best. And then I fucking wake up the next day and I'm just blowing my nose literally 24-7, hacking up a lung, and just feeling like an old bag of shit. But I came out the other side a stronger man, and I think even a wiser man, some would say that I am, after walking home from uh, Wilbur's, Wilbur's Good Times which is always a good time or a money back guarantee um but yeah so that's why on the previous yeah previous uh, was it the last two or just the one maybe just the last cast that was when i was going through it a little bit all my coworkers thought i had covid they thought i was a leper they all spaced themselves out from me <clears throat> Um, but yeah, and then even fucking, yeah, so that happened on Saturday, so Sunday, hungover, and going into the sickness of our, uh, dealing with the consequences of walking home, walking a significant distance, uh, drunk in the, uh, in the elements, um, and then on Monday at work, Blowing my nose the whole day Sunday. My nose is fucking raw. It's fucking bleeding. It's like if you fucking beat your dick five times in a row in a day. It's just raw and sensitive and fucking... <laughs> shit coming out of it when you don't want it to wanna, want to come out of it. And, uh... But yeah, so my nose was literally fucked up. You've been there. You've blown your nose, like, and then you get right at the bottom part of your nose, those two little, don't know what the fuck you would call them, but where you fucking wipe your nose after you blow it, and it just gets irritated, irritator. Um, but yeah, so that's what my nose was like on Monday. And it's slow, so it's just me at the damn desk. And um, I got a fucking bloody nose, middle of my shifts, and I had to call 
one of my lovely coworkers out from the back room, bless her soul, she covered for me. She was already scared that I fucking had COVID, even though she's an anti-masker, which like doesn't even make sense. And um, she's like, "Yeah, you should just like go home." It's like, no, it's just a fucking bloody nose. I'm just on just on my period here, Frank. Um, so then I had to do the uh, napkin napkin tampon and stuff it up my fucking stuff it up my schnoz, and then uh, just lean the ill. Do the the uh, fat Joe lean back and pinch the nose so it stops bleeding. And then the shitty thing about having a cold and a bloody nose is your fucking nose after it stops bleeding. Just because it stops bleeding doesn't mean it's going to stop running. So then I just have this runny mucus that's still coming out. <clears throat> but then I'm scared to fucking blow my nose. Because if you blow it, then you might um, irritate it again, and then it'll just start fucking bleeding all over the place again. So I was in, I was walking a tightrope on Monday with my nose. Uh, that's that's for sure. That was really a movie. But then I waited like a couple hours, and I was able to blow it, and then I blew all the fucking the placenta, nose blood, and booger combo a couple times. And then I started blowing clean out of my nose, so that was nice. And I haven't had any issues since. Knock on um, a plastic folding table. But yeah, work has been good. Uh, today's my day off. Unemployed piece of shit. Get a job. Um, but yeah, Monday was good, except the bloody nose. After that happened, I had this weird kind of feral crackhead um love duo that walked into the door and it was like 10 a.m so so it was just confused because it's not check-in time we all know that check-in time's at fucking four o'clock like every other fucking hotel in the goddamn universe elderly couple gentleman and a woman um they both kind of look like the troll dolls with the like the hair that stands up really tall, and um, they walk in. The old lady she sits down in the um, couch that we have in the lobby, and he walks up. The husband, I would assume, and he has like a milk crate, but it's not one of the milk crates that you see nowadays. It's one of those weird, sketchy milk crates that that are like plastic, but then they have metal siding. And he had some kind of like documents or some bullshit in there. I don't know what the fuck he was bringing in there, but it was really weird. And so before I even talk to the guy, we're off to a, a relationships on the rocks here. And he walks up. Mind you, it's 10 a.m., like I said. He walks up. Kind of looks like a Niagara Falls version of like Malcolm Gladwell. I don't know if you know what he looks like, but give it a Google if you don't. He walks up, and he has, like, I, I've never seen this in my life. It is, I don't even know what the fuck it was. He had a piece of wood strapped to his chest. I don't know if it was for protection, if it was a religious thing. It wasn't like a necklace. 
It was like a piece of wood, and then it was strapped over his shoulders, over top of like a button-up shirt. I don't know what the fuck it was. Um, mind you, this gentleman looks like he's on drugs. So let's just put that out there. And he's got a wooden chest. He's got a wooden... Uh, it's not like... It's way too big to be like an like a fucking necklace. And it's strapped around his shoulders. So then he walks up and he wants to check in. It's fucking 10 a.m. And... Um, like, people literally haven't checked out yet. And I'm like, okay, well, you could check in. But like I said before, um, early check-in fee, it's like $50. And then he fucking says, oh, I fucking made this reservation. He didn't say fucking, but he said that he made this reservation yesterday. And he's, he said that he made the reservation directly through us, which was a lie. I could see that he went through um, a third-party website. And he said that someone... He, at my job, told him that check-in was at 10 a.m., which is a damn bold-faced lie, biggest lie I've ever heard ever since uh, my father told me he loved me. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, he thinks that, or he thinks, or trying to get to convince me that somebody told him that check-in was at 10 a.m. It's not fucking true. Snake oil, not true. But, I made the, uh, I wish I had, like, some kind of person to back me up here just because he already fucking had spun his story with me. And he's like, oh, yeah, my wife's sick. She's going to die. We need a fucking hotel room. I just want to fuck her in it one last time before she dies. Um, and he's giving me this whole fucking <sighs> spinning the yarn to me as they do, as they do, folks. We all know I get the yarn fucking spun at me. But then I just fucking checked him in anyways, just because I was like, all right, I know you're a fucking piece of shit. You're going to keep lying to me. You got this piece of wood on your chest that's strapped around it with yarn, and there's like holes cut out of it. I don't fucking know what the... F I couldn't even... I was going to ask him about it, but I didn't want to talk to him anymore. I wanted him to go away. <laughs> So I checked him in, and then the uh, the next day, I see him. He's, like, walking in the lobby, and he it's just me in the lobby. It's, like, dead fucking quiet. Nine, ten in the morning the next day. He's walking around. He's got earbuds in, and he's still got that piece of wood on his shirt, still got the same outfit on, and he's, like, screaming and singing throughout the lobby. His shoes are untied, and he's, like, singing very loudly. Very mediocre singer, might I add. And, um, yeah, just, like, what the fuck? Like, no one needs to sing that bad. Like, you're, like, is your soul, your soul is just telling you to sing really that bad right now, and it's just fucking bad. And, you know, it's a fucking hallway, so it echoes, it's so loud. And then he comes up to me and he says that he wants to fucking change rooms to be on the other side. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Really? And then, um, once again, wish there was fucking someone else that was there to deal with him, but it was just little old me. This is Tuesday at this point. Um, the day after I checked him in. 
And like, nobody really needs a room move. You don't really need to do that. But he wanted to, I don't know if he was, he wasn't trying to be a pain in the ass, but he was just fucking needy. Hate a needy customer. And um, I just said, fuck it, swallowed my pride and fucking did it just so I could get him to fuck off again. And hopefully he will be gone when I get back to work um, on Friday. I really hope. Because then you start feeding the fucking... It's like when you feed like a bunch of seagulls and they just keep fucking coming. So I need someone else to cut them off and give them the... Oh. Give them the bad news for Papa. And then we fucking... Then after that, Tuesday was a fucking... Tuesday was a fucking riot, apparently. So then after I dealt with his um, wooden chest guy, um, that's when I got the bloody nose. Then I took a break, sat down. Then I came back. Um, the previous day, these people booked a suite, and they weren't a member, but I just wanted to be a nice guy, so I put them on the fucking top floor so I know what room they're from. And then this lady comes down and she's buying like 12, like literally 12 to like 15 items from our shop. And everything inside of this shop is a fucking ripoff. A water's $3. Um, just the like a Powerade's like four fucking dollars. It's ridiculous. And she has all this shit. And my coworker's talking to her. And she looks exactly like every Dollar General cashier that wants to molest Christian and has a snaggle tooth. So that's exactly who this woman is. And um so she's spending like th- like $35 on like on like 10 candy bars and a fucking like a Powerade. And and she's like haggling with my fucking coworker. She's got the little um sheet with all the prices on it that we have in the shop she like brought it up to the fucking cash register and they're like fucking breaking bread over fucking Reese's and all this bullshit and um it did turn out that my fucking uh co-worker I guess he almost upsold her on it a little bit so I guess that was his fault but either way that doesn't matter she's like one of those like pillhead vibes where she's just kind of mumble talking and then she says something and then just like laughs like to herself and you're like what the fuck did you just say that's literally like the whole extent of like their conversation and then she did it again to me when she was walking away and she's like eating the shit in the lobby and um just like dropping crumbs dropping wrappers the works and it turns out she was from room, the fucking, the suite room that I booked on the top floor. So I booked fucking, uh, Paulette, uh, Pillhead up on the top, up in the bird's nest on the fucking top floor. Decent room. All the rooms are horrible, but that one's decent. And, um, Yeah. You know, you try to be fucking nice to somebody and then they fucking uh, shit on you. And then, so she like walks away to the elevator to go back up to her room. And then she comes back up 
to the desk, not two minutes later. And she's talking about wanting to view the, like, jacuzzi room that we have. And this room, it literally looks, it looks like, it kind of looks like a hospital room. Like, the the color of the bathtub is like a weird, like, flesh tone, like, pink. It's just really creepy, old, 70s-ish kind of, like, vibe to it, which wasn't intentional just because it hasn't been uh, remodeled since then. Um... And she said she wants to view it, which is, like, she could just Google it and look at it. And mind you, her eyes are not open this whole time that she's trying to, um, like, fucking ask me these questions. So, it's like the end of my shift, and I'm like, listen, you fucking whore. I'm about to leave. Like, I need to get the fuck out of here. It's time for me to leave. It's time for daddy to leave. And um, and I was like, why don't you just call down? Well, actually, let's go back. I did try to help her. I tried to call for one of the housekeepers to be like, hey, this, um, this lady on opiates wants to look at the jacuzzi room. But uh, I called on the radio, and uh, classic, nobody fucking answered me. And we always get in trouble when motherfuckers don't um, answer the radio, or we don't answer the radio, but then when they do it, they're fucking scot-free. But either way, called her on the radio to get my housekeeper to try and show her the room. Uh, No dice, no answer. So as I was saying, I was like, you can just call down in like 1520, and then hopefully the next shift of um, housekeepers will be in, and we can we can get you up there to view it. And she's like, "Well, I don't want to keep calling." And she's like, "Can't you just fucking write a note down for your coworkers?" And I'm like, "Can't you just fucking fuck off already?" And then I, and then I had to do it. I had to swallow my pride again, and I had to do it. I did, I wrote down a, not a very thorough note, but a, a decent note enough that got to the point. And it was just me up at the desk, and um, my only relief was my coworker that was in a meeting. So it's just me, and it's already past my time to fucking go. And they always do this, they don't plan um, for anything, and they're in the meeting, but then, thank God, the co-worker who covered my bloody nose time on Monday came up and said she would cover until my co-worker got out of the meeting, and I was like, God fucking bless you, sayonara, go fuck yourself, I'm out of here, and that's exactly what I did and I went home and then I had a cheeseburger and it was really good um and then with um I almost forgot this crucial detail from the podcast yesterday about the suicidal lunch lady My mom told me that night when she was over there 
Well, the, I guess we could go back. My mom was babysitting this elderly woman who lives down the street from me. She's like fucking 85 years old. She's got all Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's and um, or dementia or some bullshit. And um, her daughter is like paying people to watch her and to stay the night. My mom was supposed to be getting $500, but I don't think that that will happen. But I guess during the night, the fucking lady, the lunch lady that my mom's watching over this old lady, she called the cops on my mother, <laughs> even though my mom wasn't doing anything. Just the lady forgot who my mom was. She's like, who the fuck are you in my house? Who the fuck are you? And then... um. That was pretty much the gist of it. And then my mom had to like rip the fucking phone out of her hands and say that everything was okay. Which is obviously very sketchy to hear over the telephone. I would assume that would be a little bit, uh, not a very, um, reassuring thing. Yeah, it's fine. No, no, I'm not hitting her or anything. Yeah. But then, I guess the cops showed up fucking three hours later, and then my mom explained the whole situation, how this fucking whore is crazy. And, um, yeah, I guess they just ended up leaving, but the cops took three fucking hours. And then, um, my mom was trying to get this fucking lady to go to sleep, and she would only sleep for, like, my, I think my mom said like 20 minute intervals and the whole day she would be eating candy and then she'd be drinking milk with um, spoonfuls of sugar inside of the milk, which I've never heard of in uh, my life, drinking milk with sugar in it. I think I might have heard of Pepsi with milk in it before, but never milk with sugar in it. Interesting. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so she wouldn't sleep and then she's fucking, her family fucking hates her, this lady, this fucking lunch lady. My mom hates her. My mom was like, now I understand how fucking nursing home patients get abused. <laughs> and um, yeah, so the night ended then my mom came home the day after and she was like, I am never doing that again. That was fucking horrible. My mom has no patience. Same with uh, myself. And, um, yeah, so it just wasn't a fucking, <laughs> wasn't a good time, I guess. Doesn't sound like a good time. She is, I don't even know. And, uh, yeah, so what'd we cover here? So, yeah, the crackhead early check-in guy um the fucking lady who spent fucking two thousand dollars on candy in her store got sick walking home drunk from uh wilbur's got a nosebleed and the suicidal lunch lady wrap up And then this morning, went to Target. 
Um, just love a good Target trip. Everything's clean. First of the month. Um, and uh, yeah, I think Target has the most condensed population of MILFs per square foot. And that's why I appreciate Target as a whole. And they have a nice selection of uh, seltzer water, which I also appreciate. And I got myself a nice coffee mug and some candy. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, this was a good pod. Kind of slowed down at the end. I'm nearing my mark, but not quite there. But yeah, I did. It took me a few days to put uh, piece together that I was feeling like shit because I made a very bad decision in uh, walking home from the bar. But my mother was watching that... Uh, suicidal lunch lady so I kind of had no choice and I wasn't really mad about it at the time because like I said I think this is the um I think this podcast just um advocates for walking far distances when you're drunk or at least I do because I've walked one time, I think this was in high school. Uh, it was like 50 blocks after a party that, I don't think it got broken up by the cops, but I just ended up losing my friends and then I ended up walking like 50 blocks home in a button-up shirt without a t-shirt on under it, shorts and white Crocs, drip legend, and then... I guess after the Bills game, that was a pretty substantial uh, feat of walking. At least it seemed that way. I guess I don't even remember it, so it could have been two feet or two fucking miles. <sighs> and then this uh, past weekend from Wilbur's, which that only, yeah, that was... It wasn't very long. Like, if it was during the summer and it was just a little cool outside, 50, 60 degrees, then it would have been just just a bloody good time. But even when I was doing it, I was still pretty drunk, decently, decent amount of drunk, not really sauced up. Drunk enough to where I was warm walking outside when it was obviously pretty cold um <laughs> oh, got to love a good got to love a good drunk decision they're really something else and then you do it well i guess that was my only option at that point cuz i want if i wanted to go home at that moment that's the only uh, card that I had to pull. And I wasn't... I, I was just kind of sitting there, so I was ready to go home anyways. 
I'm getting tired even just thinking about a nice drunken walk into my, and then descending gracefully into my warm bed. That's like the best ever. Um, but yeah. And then still that fucking turning on, me turning on the shower. No idea how the fuck that that happened. The shower woke up and the shower was running. Thought that someone was home. I think my house is haunted. A ghost might come and fucking kill me. Um, I don't know if anybody ever watched this TV show. I don't know if you have, but I used to watch it when I was like fucking 12 years old. I think it was called A Haunting, maybe? I think it was on Discovery Channel, and it would just be some shit, random fucking happenings of, you know, ghostly events that happen to families in, like, fucking Massachusetts and shit like that, just super random, random places. Um, but that was super interesting show that I used to watch when I was young. I used to watch some weird shows. And then there was a show that was all about, like, breaking into people's houses and stealing their shit or, like, stealing their car. Was it called, it might have been called Think, Think Like a Thief or some bullshit like that. I think this one was also on Discovery Channel. Someone out there had to have watched it too. Think Like a Thief or they would, they would like, be these two like middle-aged white guys and they would just go to someone's house and just like scale the building and then fucking break in and then like nothing would happen. Like, they wouldn't do anything bad. They'd just be like, see, I I did it. I was able to do it. It's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> but then again, so is this podcast. But love you. Hope you're doing well. Hope your day is off to a good start or coming to a good close. This has been Garden Pals number 88 for Tuesday December 7th, and like I said, hope you have a splendid day, folks.